I'm already smiling <laughs> because I really feel like Miss Minnie. Hey, how y'all doing? I'm back. And I know y'all are probably outside of my window just wanting to talk. And I've been MIA, but it was a necessary break and I needed it because I had and still do have been in such a transitional portion and phase of my life. I have been really prioritizing myself and my needs. And Snapchat is my baby, do not get me wrong, but I have just been going... I've been in the trenches, baby, down deep in that dirt. I've been in the mud. The last episode was October 2022, and I was just checking my stats on my podcast, and I saw people were still listening to some of my episodes. So, shouts out to y'all, because you were a real one, and you're my for-lifer, period. Um, and so much has unfolded since the last episode that I had posted with Nakaya in October, I was fully indulged in my last semester of college. Like I said, I was underneath the mud. I was in the Earth's core, um, just piled with my senior capstone project, which I talked a lot about on my Instagram, which is Cyber Dirtbag. I talked a lot about my capstone project earlier this year. Um, it was about the lives of Black trans women and really highlighting their voices. Um, so if you want to see that, just let me know on my IG and I can always send you over um, the final slides from that because I'm always very, very excited and enthused to talk about that subject. It's something that I care very deeply about. So also, I graduated. The girlies got the degree. I graduated in May of 2021, and I am just so proud of myself. I am so proud of everybody that I saw graduate over this past year. Congratulations. We really made it. Like, I had two strands of hair, and one was split, babes. Like, it was really, I was down so bad earlier this year just dealing with transitioning between college and then, like, the blues, like those post-grad blues are so real. So if you're going through that right now, especially with the pandemic, I am 100% sending my heart out to you. I am sending positivity and abundance your way, um, especially with the new year coming up, because that is real. The pandemic has made it so hard to find employment and it's just made life so much more difficult. So I am sending my heart out to all of my new graduates as they are trying to navigate their life post-undergrad and just post-college in general. And just through months and months of journaling and like prioritizing my needs and affirming myself, I am a lot more grounded and at peace. So I feel like I am in a much better place to make episodes for Snapchat. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about like my intentions for the podcast moving forward in a little bit. So I just want to say, hey y'all, I am back and I'm black and I am very excited to continue to expand out my baby. I just want to start out by saying in the intro, I literally said October 2022 for the last episode. Girl, what year am I in? I am ready for the new year, but baby, it's not even close to that. It's not even close to that. I'm looking forward only. Like, this is tunnel vision type stuff. But seriously, 
I meant October 2020 was my last episode. But I wanted to talk a little bit more about my intentions for Snapchat moving forward. Um, like I already previously mentioned, Snapchat is my baby. Being able to express myself, and even if I don't have the largest platform, knowing that there are other people, especially other Black films, that are able to relate to me, my experiences, have a laugh, have something that they can use on their way to work to cheer them up, whatever influence I'm able to put on others in a positive way is like really what I live for and Snapchat is the way that I'm able to communicate that because I know how important hair is in our community. I know how important hair is for expression and I want to continue to really prioritize um, just people being able to listen and know that there is somebody else that is struggling right with you they're struggling with you it's 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 me somebody it's me and one of my intentions for the new year is to continue to expand this podcast out where it includes more a little bit more wellness and how that also can relate back to natural hair which is forecasting a little bit into what this episode is about today it's a lot about cultivating wellness cultivating routines and regimens for your hair for your overall body and for your own self-discovery journey and also just being able to prioritize all all aspects of yourself and I definitely want to have more guests on I am still in the search of a male masculine guest for an episode because I want to talk about natural hair from the perspective of somebody that is not femme and I also want to talk about natural hair in the aspect and realm of dating. I think that episode will be very informative and also just probably hilarious because I'm I'm not gonna get too much into it because I want to save the episode for another thing but if you know you know what that hair looking like what that kitchen is look what all of it's looking like you you're gonna get attract different types of people and that's all I'm gonna say because y'all already know what I it's going right in that soul you're already resonating with it and that's all I gotta say exactly okay so let's get into the juicy tea let's get into the main topic which is talking about my natural hair journey and just overall your natural hair journey and how it coincides so much with your self-discovery journey but I'm going to talk personally about my experience. I've been journaling a lot. I really started journaling at the beginning of the pandemic and now journaling is one of my favorite ways to create a space for myself where I am free to express myself in whatever ways that I feel necessary. Um, I just been really putting in that work. I've been in the what did I say earlier? Them trenches. Okay. I've been putting in work to really develop myself and I am cognizantly on a journey of discovering myself and I want to put an emphasis on cognizantly because your whole life is a journey but once you start really questioning and feeling and seeing things differently that's when it just starts to show different parts of you. You start to notice things about yourself that you never notice. You just become very aware of how you are behaving with yourself, with others, where that comes from. And I really started to kind of see those type of behaviors in myself in the past like year or two. Anyway, I was journaling and I thought just like came upon me about how my natural hair journey was my first taste of discovering myself. 
my hair, as y'all know, and I feel it and you feel it, is such a large part of my identity, of our identity, of being able to express ourselves through our hair creatively in whatever ways we see fit, forgetting about societal standards and rocking the mess that comes out of our head. I was going to cuss, but I'm not going to. So anyway, um, and transitioning is not only a physical thing, like literally your hair is transitioning back into its original state, but it's a mental thing. And I had talked about that on a previous episode of how important it is to also remember that going natural is a mental journey. You have to unlearn cultural things within our culture as in texturism which also is like a larger issue without outside of our culture learning about texturism how that can coincide with colorism learning about um just like really unlearning anything that you thought you knew about natural hair and having a clean slate and then starting and building your knowledge then when you're unlearning biases and stuff like that that's a mental thing. That's things that you've been taught years and years and years and have been conditioned to see as being normal or the standard of what things should look like. So you have to actually take the time to really allow yourself to unlearn those behaviors and start to actually accept yourself and accept the things that about you are very unique and are unique to being a black woman, being a black femme, being a black person. Those things are unique to us. And Learning your hair, what it likes and doesn't like, and how you treat your hair is so important. And once again, referencing back to one of my older episodes, it's so important to learn what your hair doesn't like. Strong emphasis on your, your, I'm gonna hold that out, your, on your hair. And I say that because I don't know if I had mentioned before that when I was transitioning, I used to cry doing my hair. I used to sit in the mirror and I would cry because I hated the way that my hair looked. I hated that my hair didn't look like people on YouTube. I would constantly compare my hair to people online. Oh, her hair slicks with just water. Her hair slicks with just gel. She can use just a brush to comb her hair. I cannot do that. And it's so important to remind yourself, not only for your hair's sake, but literally for your sanity. And if it's, you're like me, you have two strands and one of them are split, that your hair is unique to you. Your self-discovery is unique to you. Learning what you like as a person and don't like is what makes you yourself. And it's the same thing for your hair. So you're starting to see these overarching themes of like what you and your hair don't like what you and your hair do like learning how your hair acts when it's under certain conditions as like the weather you're living in humid states in florida you're living down south in louisiana your hair reacts differently to its environment you react differently depending on your environment so remembering those type of things when you are going through your hair journey and your self-awareness journey is you are in control of yourself you're in control of your actions and your thoughts, and you're also in control of those things when it comes to your hair, how you treat your hair, what you do with your hair, how you refer to your hair, how you physically handle your hair. Those things are also up to you to fix and to do. So, like I said, these lessons are not, these aren't exclusive to natural hair. If you remove your hair from the equation and insert yourself, you get the same exact formula. 
learning yourself, learning your behaviors, as I mentioned, of what you do and don't like, what it stems from, how you treat, refer, and care for yourself. Because your hair is literally a a portion of yourself. But thinking of it in just the aspect of hair is the same way it can be for you. And I hope that this is making sense because I have thought so long and hard about this and I really never took the time to just step back and see how much of me was being discovered in my hair journey. I started to see like, oh, I love different colors. Um, I like putting in like paint wax in my hair and like making it blue one day and purple one day. I like wearing locks. I currently have in like jumbo like jumbo faux locks. I love wearing different hairstyles. I love expressing myself. And that really is what showed me just a portion of who I am and how it reflects back to me. So it's also the same thing with your overall wellness journey, seeing the things that you do and don't like in other people, in yourself, and seeing how that also expresses itself creatively. And there's just these large messages that like overflow into these smaller subcategories of your life. Intending, so taking care of these larger messages creates overall wellness because they're applicable to multiple areas of your life. So as I've just said, and I'm going to keep saying it because I want y'all to really understand learning about yourself, learning about your hair, learning what it does and does not like learning how it acts in certain environments and why that might be, and really just taking the time to be kind to yourself, be kind to your hair. Like I said, I literally used to cry in the mirror doing my hair because I hated the way that it looked, and I wouldn't I would neglect it because I hated it. Why would I pay attention to something that I hate? So I literally would neglect my hair, or I just wouldn't put that much time and effort into my hair, and I realized, like, this is not how I'm going to reach whatever my hair goals were at the time. Um, those have completely shifted. It's great to have hair goals, but like I said, it's also great to not compare yourself to other people. Allow your hair to flow out of your head in whatever way it wants. Can you do the flexi rock? Can you do the pr- You can do all that. You can express yourself in whatever way you want, but just remember that this is a journey for you and you only. And that's, like I said, wellness, overall self-awareness, and also in your hair. And it's never just hair. I'm going to say that and I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to say that and I'm going to leave it there. It's never just hair. There's so much more to that for black films, black people. Like I said, it's a cultural thing. I keep saying, like I said, but... Anyway, yeah, what y'all, y'all ain't go, y'all ain't go swing on. Anyway, it's so much more for black films and black people. It's just something that is so ingrained in the way that we, over time, have kept history. It's historical. We pay homage to people with certain hairstyles. I absolutely love wearing all different types of hairstyles, being inspired by other black women, and seeing all the different ways that we are able to really um, show our creativity. I absolutely love it. And it's a great chunk of our history. Um, yeah. So we're just going to pivot directly into kind of like a subtopic of this conversation, which is just like cultivating a healthier relationship with your hair and overall being for 2022 and beyond. It can start right now, today, listening to this. I probably will not post this until literally 2022, which is tomorrow. So 
if it starts today, tomorrow, next day, next month, you're able to start cultivating that relationship whenever you want. And something I still swear by is really when you're in search of products, you are in between products, you are having issues with your scalp, your hair isn't the way that you want it to be, you're having issues styling your hair, um, and you're just really trying to search for the products that work for you is journaling. So y'all are seeing again how everything is interconnected. Journaling does not have to be exclusive to your feelings. Journaling also can be to your hair. I have kept several hair journals. I never knew the importance of hair journaling until I started actually doing it. And I say that because I started hair journaling probably the 20, 2020, like early 2020, I started hair journaling because I'm like, oh my gosh, the hair is crackling at the roots. Like, she was giving, like, blow. Like, it was giving crackle down. The scalp was out of whack. Like, there was so much going on. And I also recommend, if you have the resources and opportunities, to see a dermatologist if you are having scalp issues. Don't try to put no teacher oil in your hair and burn that scalp up. Don't try to put, hey, I'm gonna say it again. Don't try to put no teacher oil in that scalp and burn that scalp up. It's going to be hot, and it's going to be burning in red. Don't let, do it as I, as I say. Not as I do. Use that carrier oil. If you're going to use teacher oil, put that carrier oil in that mug. Don't leave yourself out like that and leave yourself vulnerable, baby. It's cold. At least where I live, it's cold. You go outside with that tea tree, your scalp is electrifying you. You will have hair standing up on top of your head. Period. So make sure you are actually going to a dermatologist if you are able to do so. I know everybody does not have the resources to do so. There are other ways to solve that problem. But just taking time to, like I say, overall research your hair and taking note of what you are doing with your hair. So back to the importance of journaling and me dragging y'all. It doesn't have to be a physical journal. It can be a audio it could be a video it can it can actually be a physical you can type it out whatever way you want to record your wash days is up to you and when I say record I do not mean you get in the shower hey guys the YouTube I don't mean all that I mean you literally just taking the time after your wash day to see what products you use so an example would be for my wash day like a regular wash day for me and I'm not getting sponsored by this. I wish they would listen because I need some products. I need a little bit of that leave-in. I'm running a little low. Anyway, for a typical wash day for me, and I'm going to give y'all a little tea. And y'all might tear me up because when I tell you that's my ride or die, oh, that's my rider. That's my rider. And I said it in one, I think my first episode, I literally mentioned that African pride Miracle Moisture Pre-Poo is gossip, and it still is. And it still is, and I probably will use it after I remove these faux locks, but I was saying that I stopped pre-pooing. I'm going to let that marinate with you. I stopped pre-pooing my hair because I had noticed after going to the salon and getting my hair washed by somebody else, the whole reason of pre-pooing is to ensure that your hair is moisturized and detangled before you get into the shower. So if you're a person that's 
has hair that is stripped when they use shampoos and shampoos are very harsh on your hair and you're not retaining a lot of moisture after you are shampooing your hair. Pre-pooing is a great way to ensure that you are getting enough moisture in your hair. And I still recommend pre-pooing. That is a great thing to do, especially if you have shorter natural hair. I realized that I benefited a lot more from pre-pooing when my hair was shorter because it was very difficult for me to like section my hair off and put it in four different sections and shampoo it and my hair has gotten a lot longer so I'm able to actually like section my hair detangle it with my fingers and like run my hands through it so now that I've gotten completely off of topic I stopped pre-pulling my hair so a typical wash day for me now will look like just splitting my hair in four sections getting in the shower letting the water penetrate my hair Make sure y'all are letting that water soak down in that them cuticles. And I'm knocking my head back and forth because I see people get in the shower, the water runs over a dot, and then you're putting in shampoo. Wait a minute. Slow your roll and, and pump them brakes. Make sure your hair is fully saturated with water. The only way to get moisture in your hair is through water. Now, see, I'ma shut up. Cause I know how you girls like to tussle. And somebody might be down my neck about that. It's already been like another whole natural hair movement within the natural hair movement about not using oils and not using heavy products. And I won't get too deep into that because that's a whole different topic for a whole nother time. But make sure your hair is penetrated with water some warm water to open up those cuticles so you're able to actually shampoo your hair get the dirt off get any debris that's off your hair product build up get that all off get it off baby so you sh i shampoo i do not use a washout conditioner i stopped using those years ago if that's a little that's a little hack i'm gonna I'm put y'all onto some game come here come real close come real close i'll put y'all onto some game if you do not use, I don't use those. So don't take my word for it and come to my neck and you got me on Judge Faith and you're suing me because I told you to not use the regular washout conditioner. I don't use those. A lot of naturals I know also do not use washout conditioners. And when I say washout, I mean like the shampoo and conditioner that you literally wash out your hair after like three minutes. I'm not talking about a deep conditioner. I deep condition my hair because it would, it would crackle. It would be snap, crackle, pop and I'd be done. If I didn't deep condition, I still deep condition. I know her very well, but I shampoo, I deep condition, I rinse it out. I put the leave in on in the shower and that took time for me to actually realize that was the best way for my hair to be penetrated with a leave-in conditioner. And that came from what? I got my ear to the, to the mic. Okay, it comes from literally paying attention and journaling different things that you do on your wash days. That comes from paying attention. Open up them pretty eyes, okay, and, and pay attention. And then I put my leave-in in, in the shower on soaking wet hair. I put on a plastic cap so my hair stays wet. It stays um, moisturized. And then I style my hair with a styler. And that's it. I don't use any oils anymore on my hair. Um, I use them on my scalp. I use them to oil my edges because really I gotta keep I gotta keep those. Um, but I do not use them on my hair. 
I use them to separate my hair. So let me take that back for y'all trying to drag me. Hold on for y'all trying to drag. I use them to separate my hair only. That's the only time I use oils directly on my hair strands. I use oils on my scalp, and I still don't do that very often. I use them when I'm protective styling, and I use them on my taco meat. But I do not use them directly on my hair strands to LCO, LOC. I don't do that anymore. I literally just put on the styler. I two-strand twist my hair down, and I sit underneath the dryer for about 30 minutes to an hour, and let me put y'all on to another, come here again, come here. Let me put y'all on to another hack. Best way to get the best twist out is if you have, I even a heated bonnet probably could do it. Heated bonnets, a sit down over the head dryer. You could honestly probably use a blow dryer. Is blow drying your hair for like, okay, blow drying with a physical dryer for 30 minutes, your hand's going to creak and fall off the hinges, so don't do that. But if you have a sit-down dryer <laughs> for 30 minutes, just sit under your dryer after you do your twist. When they're wet, like from you styling them, sit under the dryer for 30 minutes. Something about that. I don't know. It's something in that something in that heat mixing with that scalp and then pro it does something. It creates for me. I have noticed that because once again, I did it one time. I took note of it in my hair journal that I sat under the dryer for 30 minutes. And then the next wash day. I literally did not sit underneath the dryer and I wanted to compare to see if that was actually the reason why my hair was so much more shiny. It held definition long. My hair is able to hold definition now for at least like seven. If it's a if it's a good twist out and I'm talking bouncing behaving, curly down, it's at least seven to nine days. My hair can be actually like curly. Like, stay, it can hold a curl and hold definition and still hold, like, sheen. So, that's another hair hack. Just sit under that mug. It's going, I'm, and I'm going I'm to tell you right now, it is going to burn them ears. So, I, you got to, you got to hold your neck. It's going to burn the neck a little bit, too. So, if you can, maybe get a t-shirt, maybe get a towel, something for them ears. Because it is going to burn. Because that gives me... So many flashbacks of being younger in that beauty shop. That dryer used to give me straight body blows. I used to be getting body blows. That thing used to tear my ears up like no other. So I get it. If you can't take me underneath the dryer, because those things are so hot. And I, I, I sweat, but Lord knows I need that hair to be looking good. So I might do a little bit of sweating. Just cover your ears, maybe make it 15 minutes, maybe put on a lower heat setting. Don't burn yourself up like I be doing. That's not probably good for me, but I'm sorry. The hair has to look good. I'm so sorry. But just <laughs> making sure that you're really finding products that work for you and using a journal or some type of recording mechanism to just see over time how your hair is reacting to things. So I want to really go back and see how that also intersects with just journaling about your feelings, journaling about different things that you've experienced. Even if they feel uneventful, you never know when you'll need to go back and look at certain things that you did on a certain day for whatever reason. And just honestly cultivating wellness for yourself and prioritizing yourself, your thoughts and your emotions and knowing that you have a place where you are able to voice whatever you feel. 
And I know that some people are not able to do that because, I don't know, it's some folks in here that little know, that knows me where it don't need to be, looking at people's stuff. So if you have to make verbal, like, audio messages on your phone, save them on your phone, or whatever, I know some people are insecure or not, don't like the idea of having a physical journal, maybe if you're in a shared living space, because people, uh, you never know, people have mm -mm, that ill intention. But finding something that works for you, it can be very simple as sticky notes or whatever. Just making sure you're paying attention to what products you are using on your hair and making sure, like I said, you're paying attention to your emotions, just day-to-day habits. You can find easily find journal prompts for your wellness journey on Pinterest. Pinterest is my for, like, that's really my rider. Pinterest is my girl. I love Pinterest. If you are looking for natural hair inspiration, Pinterest is that spot. I find so many different hairstyles that I love on Pinterest. So if you are stuck in a rut, don't know what to do with your hair, Pinterest is a great place to start kind of like getting out of that and and seeing what people are doing with their hair and finding some cute stuff. So there's journal posts and there's also hair inspiration. So this is a two for one. I'm I'm giving you guys a two for. You're going to get that. And just really cultivating an open experience with your hair and with yourself. Not and this is like for not judging your not judging you. You are human. You are capable of making mistakes and remembering that when you are navigating through life. Same thing with your hair, not judging your hair. And I said that not judging your hair for the hair type that you have, for the condition that your hair is in. Maybe you are insecure about having like not as dense hair, not as long hair, and just being compassionate with yourself. And this can, these two can really just like flow into one another, especially with your hair journey into your overall wellness journey. You can talk a lot about like the insecurities that you face and just being really open with yourself. And I say all of this just because I want other people to know that it is so important to look inward and how important that the relationship you cultivate with your overall self, hair aside, is how you treat other people. And especially because we're going into 2022, I know people are aspiring to really like, we boss it up. We're bossing up, babes. We're bossing up. We're glowing up. The hair is growing. The body's pop. We're doing all of that. And in order to actually reali- realistically meet those goals for yourself, you have to put in the work behind closed doors, which includes journaling, which includes finding self-care activities that benefit you and you only. It is your journey. Remember that. It is your journey. Yes, I love going on Pinterest and looking at hairstyles. I love going on Pinterest looking at other people with natural hair. I love going on YouTube. But as I said earlier, thief is really the, it, or comparison is really the thief of joy. I mean that in all aspects of life. Overall, what people have and you don't have and how that makes you feel. Also, with natural hair, I said I would watch YouTubers that I knew I had no business looking at anything they were putting onto their YouTube channel. I had no business. They had Alicia King ringlets. If you see my hair, do I have Alicia King ringlets? Okay, so I had no business being on their pages looking for hair inspiration, looking for hair tutorials. That is not my journey. That's not my... It's, it, y'all, y'all know my heart. That's not... That don't got nothing to do with me. In the moments that you're able to separate yourself away from what you think your hair should look like versus what your hair actually is, 
you're having breakthroughs. You're having breakthroughs and that once again, I keep saying once again because I keep pivoting into other points of how these two things intersect. Once you realize that you are on your own journey and nobody else's journey is able to compare to yours, things just literally start happening. I don't know. You start seeing colors. You start seeing shapes. Literally not. You start seeing just... You don't start seeing no clothes and no shades unless you're on some type of recreational drug. You're on some shrooms or something. Ain't mad at that. You start seeing things differently and you start viewing things differently. And that also comes with your hair and your overall self-image. When you're able to see that I am unique, I cannot compare myself to others. When I compare myself to others, that literally leads to a place of hatred, of ego, of negativity, of just overall envy comparison it's just not worth it find the things that you love about yourself find the things that you love about your hair and express that through you period and really the moral of this story as i'm closing up this very 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 chaotic episode especially for this to be my first episode coming back like I am literally foot is all the brick is on the pedal like I'm we're not stopping at new red lights shout out to Brandy um just really appreciating your hair and the kinks and coils and the things about your hair that you may not like currently will not always be that way with time and patience you are able to really open yourself up to new ways of expressing your hair and viewing your hair So take that also for a lesson of yourself, taking time to learn about yourself, taking time to learn about the things you do and don't like will show you so much about how you interact with other people and how you treat situations and how you view things. So keeping that open mind always and appreciating yourself for how you are now. I have an affirmation that I always say to myself I am only starting to begin what I am capable of, but I am proud of who I am. And that can go into so many different just cups in your life of different journeys that you are currently going through or might be going through in the future. And also just to remember that going in with a negative mindset about your wash day, because I've seen so many different Instagram posts and baby I said I wasn't going to be chaotic for the rest of this, but babes, what when that wash day, seven, eight, it's a full-time job. Like, I need a, I, we having lunch breaks. Like, it, it is long. It is long, especially when you're starting to kind of first learn your hair. Wash days can be very drawn out. And if you begin to dread, and I mean dreading, dragging yourself, taking your feet physically off the ground and slamming them into your carpet or your or your floor and having to drag yourself to your shower to wash your hair I promise you that shows up in the way that you take care for your hair especially physically when you are in a rush to do your hair when you do not feel like doing your hair that comes physically throughout your body so you're yanking your hair. You got all types of fairy knots, baby. It's the pixie grove in here. There's so many fairy knots in your hair because you literally are snagging your hair, ripping through your hair, not detangling your hair properly. And I get it. It's drawn out, babes. I literally get it. It's so drawn out, but it's still important to take 
the time to actually dedicate to your hair. For some people, that might not be as long. And for some people, it might be longer. I gave y'all a couple little hats. I put y'all into a little bit of game earlier. And that might save you some time. That might save you some mental fortitude um, on your wash days. But just thinking of wash days from a different perspective and overall changing your mindset about your wash days is going to be so important for continuing to learn more about your hair, to, for continuing to take care of your hair and using your hair as a self-care day, a spa day, just time that is dedicated to you and you only and viewing it even from that way, even if you change nothing else about your routine, but viewing it from a place of you caring for yourself and your overall well-being will indeed make your wash days better. It's even as simple as like for my wash days, I'm not fully just sitting in the bubble bath letting the deep end. And if you do that, I it's more props to you. I need to be in there like Rev with my Blackberry. Hey, dear guys, uh, talking to y'all, Snapchat, literally in the bubble bath with the thing on. I don't do that. This most I usually do is like I will literally watch a movie. Watching movies is a great way to keep yourself occupied while you're doing your hair so you're not as prone to getting impatient and you're not so prone to be like, oh my gosh, it's taking forever. Let me do my hair. Let me hurry up. No. If you have the time, if time is permitting, Allow yourself to even just watch like a YouTube video, watch a documentary, talk to someone on the phone and just like you can listen to music and just allow something else to also occupy your mind. So it's starting to create more of a comfortable and more gentle experience with your hair. So you're not always dreading your wash days because I promise you I have been there, done that. Like my wash days used to be about 10 products long, like I used to, when I say I used to be sick to my stomach, like throwing up and crying type sick to my stomach, and I would have to do my hair because I'm just like, oh my goodness, like this is going to take me, I would start at like nine, I wouldn't get done till five, like girl, where are my benefits? Where is the dental and where is the, uh, the company car? Because that's a nine to five, that's a full-time job, I was not having it. And like I said, over time, over journaling, over just really being cognizant of my patterns with my hair, seeing that pre-pooing is not something that is for me anymore, saves me time. Maybe pre-pooing isn't for you anymore. Maybe doing a um, deep conditioner every wash day isn't for you every more anymore. Some people are able to do deep conditioners twice a month. So just really taking into consideration what works for your hair and what doesn't. If you are a person that's very big on time or is starting to kind of like dread their wash days or really are trying to get into their natural hair journey, remembering that they're... The only way out is through. The only way out is through. And I know that it might seem like, oh my gosh, I've been literally trying to wash the shampoo out for 30 minutes straight. You gotta wash it out, babe. Like, the suds are still there. They're on your neck. The suds are still there. You missed the spot. Okay? So just remembering that. And remembering that 2022 is going to be such a year of abundance for all of us in so many different ways. A year of positivity and experiences and lessons and blessings over our crowns over our hair and over our overall wellness so just taking time if this is the first year of doing this I know it can be scary of transitioning of just finding yourself becoming more aware of yourself 
but you got this. You are so capable and 2022 is going to be a great year for you and beyond. So I will end off the podcast on this note. I hope you guys have a happy new year and I will see you soon. Love you. Bye.